0: Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, editor-in-chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids.
1: And I'm Mitzi, oven mitt, co-host, and Molly's right-hand gal.
0: Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. We've got a groat episode for you all today. We're going to start with a pressing question segment that's filled with science and cooked to mushy perfection. Then we're ending oat week with a lyrical wildcard.
1: Really letting it all soak in this week, Molly.
0: Yeah, even if some of the content is a little old-fashioned.
1: It is sure to be an instant hit.
0: You're getting good at this, Mitzi.
1: What's a fault line's favorite breakfast, Molly? What? Quaker! Because C- there's lots of earthquakes on a fault line, and Quaker's a brand of oatmeal? <laughs> Let's, uh... Where's that, uh, theme song when you need it, huh? <laughs> theme song? Anyone? Let's, uh, cue it up and save me from this, uh, <laughs> very painful present situation. Looks good. I bet it tastes
2: good. Ooh. Ah,
1: my wonky day. History recipe. You know what season two is profoundly lacking in, Molly? What's that? Cookies. I feel cookies were sort of fundamental in season one. We were very cookie-centric back then, and we haven't baked a single batch all season. I wonder why that is. I
0: wouldn't read too much into it, Mitzi. We can bake a batch later. But for now, it's time for pressing questions. Every week, Mitzi goes through our emails and voicemails and finds a question that we can conduct a science experiment to answer.
1: That's right! And then Molly will call up that young chef to try out the experiment and discover the answer together. So if you have a question for us, have your grown-up send it to us at mysteryrecipe@americastestkitchen.com.
0: Here's how it will work. We are going to talk to a kid recipe tester in their home and go step-by-step through each part of the experiment in our episode. And then when we're done and our episode is over, we encourage all of you to recreate this science for yourselves in your own recipe labs, a.k.a. your home kitchens. And don't forget to tell us how it went.
1: All right. Should we get started with today's question?
2: Ready when you are.
1: Let's hear it.
2: Why are there so many different types of oatmeal? I've seen steel cut, old-fashioned, and quick cooking. Are they made of the same oats? If so, what's the difference? That was Luke
1: from California.
0: Perfect question, Mitzi. This will make for a great experiment. We've gone over this a little bit already, but this will be an awesome opportunity to really see it for ourselves.
1: Great. I'd like to know the answer to this one myself.
0: Let's do an experiment comparing these different types of oats. Listeners, if you want to try this experiment along with us, here's what you'll need. A quarter cup quick cooking oats. These are sometimes also labeled one minute oats. Quarter cup old fashioned rolled oats. Quarter cup steel cut oats. Water. Oatmeal toppings. Those are optional. Masking tape. Marker. Three medium microwave safe bowls, all the same size. Cereal bowls work really well here. Liquid measuring cup, microwave, spoon, and oven mitts.
1: Excuse me? Oven mitts are back in the picture? Woohoo!
0: They are. When these bowls go into the microwave, they are going to get very hot. Our young chefs will need oven mitts to take them out after.
1: Ah, my lucky day!
0: We also recommend having some hungry oatmeal fans nearby. We'll end up with close to three bowls of oatmeal by the end of the experiment.
1: Golly, Molly, I wish I could volunteer my services because I'm famished.
0: A plus word there, Mitzi.
1: Yeah, I just learned it. Famished means very hungry. Uh, Some people say starving, but I think that's an exaggeration. Also not a nice thing to say because starving is a very serious thing. So I say famished now instead because it's equally dramatic and fun to say.
0: I love that, Mitzi. Well, how about you go get started on baking some cookies while I handle this experiment?
1: Wahoo! Teamwork at its finest.
0: All right. For this experiment, we're going to be working with Luke. I talked to him over the computer. Can I get you to introduce yourself, please?
2: Hi, I'm Luke. I'm 12 years old. And where do you live? I live in California.
0: Amazing. Well, we are so excited to have you here today for this very important experiment. So in this experiment, we're going to be comparing how long it takes these different types of oats to cook in order to better understand the differences between them. And then we're going to taste them. Are you ready to get started? Yes. Great. All right, let's start by labeling our three bowls. You can take a piece of masking tape and write quick cooking on it and place it on one bowl. And then write rolled on a label for your second bowl. And then for our third bowl, you're going to write steel cut on a piece of masking tape and put that on the third bowl. Amazing. So those labels are to make sure we don't mix up any of our samples as we test into them. So next up, we're going to measure out a quarter cup of each type of oat and place it in the correct bowl. So you'll want to do with your quarter cup measuring cup, can start with a quarter cup of the quick cooking and put it in your quick cooking bowl. Perfect, and then you can do the rolled oats in your rolled bowl. Okay. All right, and then we need to do the third sample of steel cut oats in the third bowl. All set? You have all your oats and all your bowls? Yep. I'm good to go. Perfect. All right. So next up, let's take a look at the oats. Can you tell me what each sample looks like? What's the difference between each of them?
2: The quick cooking looks flaky. The rolled oats look bigger than the quick cooking oats, but are still flaky. Awesome. And then how about the steel cut oats? The steel
0: cut oats look very, very small. These are all really interesting observations. Should we make some predictions? Luke, what do you
2: think will be different about the cooking time of each of these types of oats? I think steel cut will be the fastest because they're smaller. Then quick cooking will be the second fastest and rolled oats will be the slowest. And do you think
0: they'll have a different flavor from each other? And if so, what do you think that would be?
2: I do think they will have a different flavor from each other. The world oats might be smoother because they might absorb absorb water faster. I think it's time to
0: get to the bottom of it. So our goal here is to be cooking each of these until the water is absorbed and the oats are tender. So we're going to start by measuring out a half cup of water in your liquid measuring cup and pouring it into the bowl of quick-cooking oats. You can give it a little stir, and then we're going to put it in the microwave for one minute. Let's try to just fast forward here. What did Mitzi do with that fast forward button? I can't seem to find it here. Oliver, is that, do you have the fast forward button? Be careful, Oliver. Great, perfect, Oliver, thank you. You are better with the fast forward button than we are. All right, so make sure you use oven mitts so you don't touch a too hot bowl. And what I'd like for you to do um, is use a spoon to stir the oats and taste a small amount. It might be hot, so we don't wanna do it too fast, but you can stir it up and taste a tiny bit that's been in there for one minute. We wanna make sure the oats are tender and liquid is absorbed. So that's what we're gonna be checking after every minute. If it's not there, then we're gonna put it back in for another minute. Is all the water absorbed into the oats? What does it look like? Oh, no, definitely no. So if it's still super watery, let's put it back in for one more minute.
2: How does it look? It was definitely thicker than the first minute. The texture is very tender. Okay, great. So it seems like the quick cooking oats took two
0: minutes in the microwave to cook, and now the water is fully absorbed and the oats are tender. Well, then I think we should move on to sample two. Let's do the rolled oats next. You're gonna measure a half a cup of water, exactly the same as the first one, and put it in the bowl with the rolled oats. And so we're gonna do the exact same thing with this sample. And put it in the microwave for one minute after you give it a little stir. And then we'll check it after one minute and see what its status is. Okay. Thank you, Oliver. You are very good at this. So, Luke, how do those rolled oats look now? Use a spoon to stir the oats and taste a small amount. Be careful, they might be very hot.
2: So far, they look still watery, and the oats have not absorbed any any water.
0: All right, well then, let's put them back in for another minute.
2: Okay. How does it look? It's a little bit better, and the oats have definitely consumed some water, but it's still pretty watery. Okay.
0: So, should we put it in for another minute? Yeah. How does this one look at the three-minute mark?
2: At the three-minute mark, it definitely looks like most of the water is consumed by the oats. I'd say that the rolled oats were the best tasting so far. Now we are going to move on to sample number three. You guys are gathering
0: a half cup of water. That's perfect. We're going to put that half cup of water in the bowl with the steel cut oats and then hit the microwave.
2: On the first minute, it doesn't look like the oats have absorbed any water at all.
0: All right, let's put it back in.
2: After the second minute, it does look like the oats have absorbed some water, but it's definitely not done yet. All right, let's put it back in.
0: Yeah, now's when it gets real hot. How does it look in there?
2: It definitely looks like the oats have absorbed a lot of water, but still does not look like it's ready yet. I think they're still watery because the oats are the thickest out of the three.
0: So your prediction is changing.
2: Yes. Should you stick it back in for minute number four? I'll keep an eye on it.
0: All right, minute four, how's it looking? I think you could use another minute. Another minute, okay. Let's give it another minute. All right, minute five. Have they absorbed all of the water? It does look like it absorbed
2: all the water. Great, so I think that we should probably give it a taste. The steel-cut oats are definitely crunchier than the other ones. What if we put it in the microwave again and add some more water?
0: Nope. We can't because of science. We must keep all variables the same.
2: <laughs> On the sixth minute, they definitely look more tender than the fifth minute. The oats have absorbed all the water.
0: Okay. So let's let it cool for a second again and give it a taste and see how that's changed, too. If there is no more water available in the cup, I don't think we should put it in for another minute because then they could potentially burn. But it's okay if they're not done in the name of science, too. I think that would be an interesting finding, too, if they still have a, a slightly crunchy center.
2: They taste cooked on the outside and crunchy on the inside.
0: Interesting. Right. That makes total sense. So they're not totally done cooking, but they have absorbed all of the water that we had in the cup yeah okay well it's been about six minutes and there's really no water left in the bowl we'll call it on this part of the experiment in order to eat your experiment you can rewarm the quick cooking or rolled oats for one minute and top it with your favorite toppings uh excellent work making oatmeal luke this was awesome so are you ready to hear about the science of what happened yes we'll get right to it after this quick commercial break No, we can't fast forward through the break, Oliver. These ads are how we're able to support the show. But we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. Hey, grown-ups. If there's one thing we simply cannot have enough of in my house, it is snacks. That's why Kroger's ship service is so great. You can browse snacks and other stuff online and get it shipped right to your house. It's fast and easy, and your order will arrive in as little as one to three days. My daughter Olive was pretty impressed. What's in there? Can you pull it out? (gasps) What do you think all those are? Gummies. Do you think this is maybe the largest box of gummies you've ever seen? Yeah. What else is in the box? Pret Learn more at Kroger.com and get the yummiest snacks shipped directly to your doorstep. Hey, mystery recipe, grown-ups! My daughter Olive is particular when it comes to food, and so I always want to make sure she's getting the healthy food she needs. That's why I was so excited to come across Automat tomato sauce. First off, it's delicious. Plus, it's packed with 10 organic veggies, and there are no added sugars or preservatives. Here's what she had to say about it. What's your name? Olive. What's your favorite food?
1: I love to eat pasta and pizza.
0: What kind of pasta?
1: Mm, the one that I had earlier. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Happy in my tummy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that one she had earlier? Automot. Automat, which is tomato spelled backwards, is available nationwide at Whole Foods, Sprouts, and lots of other retailers. Visit their website to find a store near you or order direct and use code ATKKIDS for 20% off your first order at automotfoods.com.
1: And I like to have princesses and jewels.
0: Princesses and jewels and pasta and pizza? Mm-hmm. Me too. All right, we are back, and it's time for some science. The quick cooking was true to its name. That was the fastest to cook. Then the old-fashioned rolled oats, and finally the steel cut. So why did they all cook differently? (coughs) No, Oliver, we are all set with the fast-forwards for now. But thank you. (coughs) We learned a little bit about this from Avina in The Scoop this week. Old-fashioned, quick cooking, and steel cut— are all oats. They come from the same plant and start as the same thing. The difference is in how they're processed. Old fashioned and quick cooking oats cook faster because they are both rolled oats. Rolled oats are lightly baked, like all oats, and then they get steamed to help prime them to soak up water more quickly when cooked. After they're steamed, they then get rolled, hence the name. They are smooshed between two rollers and flattened, so the water they absorbed while being steamed is removed. It's almost like they become a spring being pulled down or a sponge being squeezed flat. They are coiled and ready to bounce back and absorb water again, making them cook much faster. (coughs) Great question, Oliver. Old-fashioned and quick-cooking oats are both rolled, so they are processed the same way. But after being rolled, quick-cooking oats are cut in half and sometimes in half again. They are much smaller and therefore cook faster than old-fashioned oats, which are more or less left intact. That's really the only difference between the two. (coughs) Yes, there's also another type of oat we didn't test called instant oats. Instant oats are just quick-cooking oats cut even smaller, so they cook essentially right away when the water is added. (coughs) Absolutely. The steel-cut oats took a lot longer to cook than the other two. This is because they are not rolled. Steel-cut oats get lightly baked, like all oats, but that's really it. After that, the whole groats get cut into three or four pieces and then packaged up. Because it doesn't have the extra step of being steamed first, it takes much longer to cook. But many people prefer the way they taste, and for them, it might be worth the extra cook time. No, most people don't have a fast-forward button at home, so these cook times do make a difference. It's also important to think about these cook times when baking with oats. A lot of recipes will specify what type of oat to use, because they react differently to the wet ingredients and cook times involved. So if a recipe says to use old-fashioned or steel-cut, they aren't interchangeable. Thanks again to our kid recipe tester, Luke.
2: Oh, thank you. That was so fun. Bye, Molly.
0: And listeners, if you want to try this experiment at home, remember to tell us how it went. Grown-ups, you can reach us at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. You're right, Oliver. Mitzi is taking a bit longer than expected with those cookies. You know what we could— The cookies are ready! You read my mind, Oliver.
1: Forward button? Ah! Oh, I've been looking everywhere for that!
0: Yeah, maybe we can just let Oliver hold on to it for a while. He seems to have gotten a pretty good hang of it so far.
1: Fine with me. Sorry I missed the experiment. But we have cookies!
0: Amazing! The perfect snack for us to enjoy during our next segment.
1: Yes, I'll pass these out. And while we enjoy this snack for our mouths, listeners can enjoy this snack for their ears. Here is our wild card segment. Enjoy!
3: Ms. Miller was a farmer in South Dakota who was worried about filling her small farm's oat quota. She'd planted in April, as she did every year, but grew more and more nervous as harvest came near. The hulls were still green, though they ought not to be and they were a little too moist. So she went with a plea.
4: Oh, little oats, can we talk?
3: She asked politely.
4: You were planted three months ago, and while you're quite sightly, it's time for you to mature, grow up, and head out the door. Do you have any concerns that I can assure?
3: There was a rustle in the stalks, though there was no breeze, because the young oats were whispering. Can't we do what we please? The field was alive with mumbles and mutters until one young oat spoke up with a stutter. farmer Miller, I'm Dave, he said as the murmurs died down. We want to know what happens to us once we leave town. You keep talking about harvest, and that's all well and good. But we're quite comfy here in our quaint neighborhood. Why should we grow up and then have to leave? Out in the world, what could we achieve? The stalks swayed in agreement with the Brave Oats query. They were all a bit nervous, but the farmer's face was cheery.
4: Of course you'd like to know what happens next. I should have told you a month ago, out of respect. "'After harvest, you'll go to a plant to be milled, "'where they'll help you transform, and you'll feel so fulfilled!'
3: "'Uh, Farmer Miller?' the little oat asked. "'What exactly do you mean by that?' "'Farmer Miller made her happy reply.
4: "'You all make incredible food on which people rely. "'Once shed of your hull, and once you're clean, "'they'll turn you into one of three things— You might be steel cut oats, nubbly and filling, with a texture that makes breakfast a little more thrilling. You might be cut to quick oats that cook in a flash. It's perfect for people who are always on the dash. Or left as rolled oats, or by another name, old fashioned, about which I am the most impassioned. Just like steel cut and quick, they make a great oatmeal But other than that, they can do a great deal. They go in granola bars, muesli, and sometimes chocolate chip cookies. Even the topping for Apple Crisp, one of my favorite goodies.
3: We could do all that, the little oat cried. My fellow oats, it's time to finish growing. Let's show some oat pride. As the others cheered, Dave turned to the farmer and said... I think we'll be ready by this time tomorrow. Farmer Miller said, Thank you. And headed home delighted to know that all her little oats were ready to go.
1: Amazing!
3: It really
0: was. That poem was written by our assistant editor, Katie O'Hara.
1: More like poetry extraordinaire, Katie O'Hara. Ruh.
0: These cookies were delicious. Thanks, Mitzi.
1: Just what we needed to say goodbye to Oat Week.
0: That's right. And what a week. We learned my favorite way to make oats is soaking steel-cut oats overnight and all about groats and how they're processed.
1: And how to boil and simmer. Well, we will be back next week to talk about another brand new ingredient.
0: Actually, Mitzi, we are going to be taking next week off for the holidays, but we'll be back the week after for our final ingredient theme. It is going to be very special since it's our final ingredient in this season's mystery recipe. So we'll have our first episode as usual and play Guess the Ingredient to guess our final ingredient theme. Then we are going to be releasing our special recipe reveal and shopping list episode in the middle of the week. This will give grown-ups a whole week to get the ingredients needed so that our listeners can cook along with our season finale.
1: That's my favorite part of the whole season! Ah! Remember, in our finale, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. You can gather your ingredients and press play, and we'll walk you through every step of cooking this awesome recipe. Ah! Can you guess what it is?
0: So far, we've talked about eggs, vegetable oil, salt, sugar, flour, milk, chemical leaveners, and oats. Be sure to keep listening to find out what we're making, and leave us a review wherever you listen to tell us what you think the mystery recipe will be. If you love mystery recipe, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. Until then, keep on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Burndome, and I am a bottle of Heinz tomato ketchup. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a cupcake. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a salty-sweet chocolate chip cookie. Megan Bagala was the associate producer for this episode. She's a vegetable frittata. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. He's the cherry on top. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a fizzy drink. Our post-production supervisor is Ken Margolis in Artichoke. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also broccoli. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Desk Kitchen. He's a garden-grown green zebra tomato. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a homemade ravioli. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, assistant editor, Katie O'Hara, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, test cook, Andrea Vavjan, and test cook, Cassandra Laughlin. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Neo Sihi, and Terry Kidd. Our wildcard was written by Katie O'Hara. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger, Driscoll's, and Automont. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids.
1: Did you get a cookie, Oliver? <laughs> oh, I think that was the last one. Sorry. I guess I could make you another batch. Done. Wow. Uh, are you sure we should leave this button with him, Molly?
0: Hi grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family. And it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK.